Clocking for our dreams. Starring. We're about to clock in. Isn't it? We're about to clock in for our dreams. Yeah. Right? Okay. You, you said that, didn't you? Yeah. What, I swear, I, swear I, I, I think I said something else before that. Oh, you said clocking in for our dreams? No. But that's how it goes? It can go however you want it to, bro. Clocking in for our dreams, starring. Yeah. All right. We in that motherfucker. Welcome to episode 10. 10 of them things, man. Of the richest clay. Yes, sir. I hope everybody's been really, really good. I hope this year, I mean, it's the first month. It's going towards the end of the first month. So I hope, yep. I hope like, January treated you right for the people who had birthdays, which I had, like, a good of my friends uh, had birthdays and stuff like that that were celebrated. I hope y'all enjoyed it and, you know, skip clock in for what you want to do. So let's start here. How you been, brother? You know, um. I'm blessed. Um, family did take a toll. Uh, we lost two family members, but we're doing okay. Um, we're strong and staying together. But other than that, like personally in my like inner circle, me, wife, baby, dogs, we are, we're good. Um, no longer working the job. I am working. Going to be a stay-at-home dad. Oh, That's yeah. going to be my life. See? My life ain't gonna change, but his life is gonna change. I will, I will probably see him more on the games a little bit more mm-hmm. than usual. Hear me with the texts of, "Hey man, you about to hop on?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I will probably get those texts a little bit more. Yeah, I'm gonna be bored. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say bored because being a stay home dad, it, it, you could be pretty busy. Um, yeah. Depending on Julie's pretty calm, so I feel like I, I am gonna be bored. I don't go. Like I think I do think you're going to be bored. And I think it's gonna be it's gonna happen very very fast. And I, this is the reason why I think that because you're a routine man. Once you figure out like once you develop your routine, which is gonna catch, take you about a good week. Yeah. You're gonna be like, okay, this is how I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna get up like this. I'm gonna figure out this time. Clean up a little bit. I'm gonna have everything set by like three o'clock. It's all me. Yeah, my day. You know what I'm saying? You're once you once you get used to that for like the first week. That's when you're going to be like, well, I ain't got shit to do. So, <laughs> you're going to start watching some episodes, and then you're going to be like, all right, you know, let's go play some games. You're going to be like, all right. Now, you're going to start looking at some different side hustles. I need to start exercising. <laughs> you're going to be going be for sweet. runs? Yeah. Well, I can't go for runs with Julie unless we get, like, a jogger stroller. I can see you doing that. I, th- I think I might invest in one of those, me and Vanessa. Um, I mean, I got my Oculus. I got my Xbox. I got the richest clay. That's not enough. Uh, <laughs> you're going to still be bored. I'm going to start the photography joint. Hey, oh, wait, that might be something. Because so, that would be a new adventure. Yeah, that's something me and Vanessa are going to do together. Uh, it's going to... So, my social media tag is the B Kindle B. But, um, so, if it's, like, my company, or well, it's our company. But, Vanessa wants to do it. She just doesn't know how to. So... I'm going to take her under my wing and teach her all the, like, photography stuff that I know, and we can learn together and go on. But I got the, this is what I was going to tell you earlier. This is what I got. I got a cup, couple uh, little business ventures that I want to do personally. So the B Kindle B is my thing. Uh, so my little saying is be the you you always wanted to be. Okay. Uh, and then uh, B Kindle B Visuals, a Barclay family gift of illustration. Oh, so you're going to have your own cover books or, like, photo books of everything you got? Yeah, so that's going to be, like, anything we put on, like, our YouTube channel, 
or any like photography stuff that we do with like our clients and stuff. Yeah. That's going to be under that category. And then obviously we got the richest clay mold mentality. We got the podcast um, and everything going with that. That's already in the works. And then I am going to start the finest clay. What's the finest clay? So the finest clay is going to be basically like my workout journey into getting, I guess, in better shape. And also, uh, like I said, I'm going to get my uh, certification in uh, personal training. I already got my degree in kinesiology. Um, So that's going to be that journey. That's actually dope as hell. And then the... um, so richest clay is mold mentality. The finest clay is going to be shape and creation. Go for it. Hey, I can't go like this. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this the same time y'all hearing this. That's actually dope as shit. So the journey for Kendall and all his free time is not going to go to waste. It's going to go towards everything that I want to do before uh, your boy ships out. So Yeah. Oh, fuck. I forgot. I keep forgetting that, like... You have other responsibilities yeah. like that. <laughs> so, I mean, I still got to keep up with all that. And honestly, my fitness journey will go into the military. Um, and then always going to speak my mind. So the richest clay is always going to be there. And then the photography stuff's going to be all in the background. Uh, hopefully wherever we move, if Vanessa still has the heart and love for photography after dealing with me and photography, she'll... I think maybe have that and be able to be a stay at home mom and find something she really loves. Yeah, I think y'all get like with her. I think she gets needs to get her reps in. I think the more y'all do it, the more she fall in love with it. But if it's like something where she's learning more than she's actively actually taking pictures of people, you never know what can happen. Yeah, but I would like you get her in there and she like start taking pictures and she see her results. I think she's gonna be in there for a minute. I think. She's going to be telling you how many appointments she got. We can't go. I got like 30 appointments, dude. <laughs> Your business is going to be booming. I think it's like 60 to 70% like picture taking and then like 30 to 40% of like actual editing. They both go hang. And you know what? We got the perfect guest who's going to explain all this to us next week. Yeah. Uh, good friend of the both of us. He uh, rolled this case with us and... Um, he has for photography now, or not now. He's been doing photography, but like this year, he's been going crazy. Uh, my friend Tyler will put his ass sign. Probably, I'll put his ass sign within the shorts when we redo the uh, the uh, video for this one. But he's gonna be here. We are gonna have a whole interview slash you know podcast with him. Yep. Where he speaks about why he got into it, how is it going, and like the other things that's keeping him pushing with that journey. With that being said, you're going to see a lot of guests. Interviews are coming. Yes. So if you feel like you want to spread your knowledge on whatever you have going on. Absolutely. Especially if you're a professional at it. You don't got to be a professional, but if you're well into it, we would love to have you on the show. Love to just speak. I mean, obviously, we love to talk. We have a whole podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So, Like facts. Like if, if, If you want a platform where you can talk about you. You got some good listeners right here uh, and some people who would love to talk and just pick out your mind. Because that's simply what we're about to do. He's going to come on by and we're just going to see 
what he does in a day as photography, you know, why he started doing it and, you know, different types of questions. It don't got to be in person either. You know, we live in that COVID age where some people don't want to pop at a spot. So go ahead and uh, send us an email, a message. Uh, Y'all know how to hit us up. You got our social medias. We got the voice messages on our website. You can even message us on our website. Um, Like Richard said, if, if we don't answer... That's twenty dollars on him. Yep, yep. And you know what? I have yet to miss. We have yet to miss. Yeah, so even like the comments are like you, you can I see can, my heart. Yeah, before <laughs> I can even like it now, I, I see the yep. like button. I'm like, yep, I ain't, ain't missing on top of it. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna miss. I ain't gonna miss. I ain't gonna miss. <laughs> I put that on once we start. Because you know what? I'm gonna tell you this right now. Once we get to a level where it's like too many, where I can't like all them things, you know what I'm saying? That's when, you know, your time expired. You know what I'm saying? That's when, when the bet is off. So right now. Now, we'll have that episode where Richard will be like, yeah, I can't do it no more. I owe y'all too much money. <laughs> I, I, I ain't able to take care of my responsibilities <laughs> because of this stupid ass bet. You know, we're going to still have that episode of you say 10,000 likes on that one video. And you going to do another challenge. I think it was another Ghost Pepper. Ghost Pepper chip challenge or what the hell. Yeah, you don't want to remember that one, do you? I'll still do it. Hey, I mean, if we hit them 10,000 likes, I'll I'll definitely slide another. Fuck day. that. I won't. I think I remember saying I'm not doing that with you. You, you can watch me. Yeah, I will 100% watch you. Can, I'll have milk ready for you. We can get us a guest and have them eat it with me. And you um, can just watch it. Hell yeah. I don't think I can take another one. I think I might actually die from another one. Can't it, do that. Too painful. But... I mean, I'm, I'm willing to do it. It's just... You don't want to do I it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but I still... That still got to be like our best episode we have, bro. Yeah. Episode 5 up there with it. What was episode 5? Oh, no. For the people... The people who look at analytics and like everything to make sure that they're on top of whatever they need to be on top of for ah, like social boom. medias and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um... It's just so crazy because I I be looking at everything to see like what's popping for us or like Facts. what's going on or what else we need to do to obviously it's bang you know yeah. we're experimenting like hey, you know what he knows it better than me like I'll be chilling and then I'll be like yeah man you know I, I I've been I've been going at it and he'd be like yeah you know I saw the annual legs and I'm like annual legs so you. I'm just talking about you saw the videos that I posted. He was like, nah, it says we get this nah. from this. And I'm like, oh, which, it makes me feel good. I'm like, yeah. oh, we, we get more than what I thought. Especially if we have a video that just like blows <laughs> up out of nowhere for like a little second. Yeah. Like that one hit like almost like 2,000 real quick. <laughs> and I was like, what? And people commenting names I've never seen commenting before. And that just like. That makes bu- our day. Yeah, it builds the fire. It makes our day. And we're just like. Yeah. We got to keep going. Yeah, like, I've been cheesing all day when I see some stuff like that. You don't understand. It's going to get to that point where we have to turn off our, our notifications because our phone's just ringing off the hook because we're getting so many likes and yeah and stuff. But That's a goal. So, I mean, I think what y'all should take from this is, like, appreciate the little goals that you, and, like, the little accomplishments that you get. Because right now they're small. Um, but they will get bigger. And, like... If you don't appreciate these now, you won't be able to appreciate the bigger ones that come come across, you know? Um, yeah, because we honestly could have, like, quit already. would have been like, we've been doing this for, like, 
two months and yeah. we only got this many subscribers and this many this and this many that. But nah, we slowly see the progress and we're just like, it's there. It might be a little frustrating when we don't get the same amount of likes on one video that we did the other or so on and so forth. But we, we, I just, we know what comes with it. Yeah, I just like, I'm enjoying doing this. Like, I wouldn't been stop this if I didn't enjoy doing this. If I was just like, I don't feel like doing this no more. Whether we got likes or not, it will eventually get. Yeah, Richard honestly could have been like, hey, bro, I want my room back. Yeah, you know, for, hey, 100%. Like, if I didn't like it, I would have been straight up and like, yo, I don't like doing this. But I actively, like, like getting up and, like, doing the podcast. I like, my by the end of the day, it's in my, like, literal routine. To like, oh, we got to make a video real quick. Oh, let me go look up different ways that we can engage in the audience. What are other people doing to, like, make your stuff pop? Maybe let me mimic that and let me see if this works. That's just cool to me. Like, I appreciate that type of knowledge because whether if it's not working right now, you know how to do it now. Like, you know how to do it. So if that does come in handy for future things, you don't have to do the research or do the reading and, and, and try to figure it out. You're already a step ahead. So this is why, like, I've always, I'm always talking to you, you know, like, bro, this is an experiment stage. Like, let's start just throwing different things at it and seeing which one's really grabbing people because it's like, not only we're learning, but, like, at the same time, it's kind of cool, like, putting your coin in and seeing if you're going to win the big lotto, like, lottery ticket. It, it's, I don't know. I just love it. I'm kind of addicted to it. <laughs> it's like, it also helps not doing it alone. Because yeah. it's like, we can stay like on top of each other and be like, hey, have you posted this video? Oh, have you done this yet? Have you done that yet? Or if we both notice something, we like hit each other up like, bro, do you see this? Yeah. Like, and it and makes it more exciting. It's dope having somebody who's consistent. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people have like a consistent partner when they're doing stuff like this. Like, I, I'm 100% confident that like, if I don't see him post, or like if something's going like it's not in schedule, that I don't even need to hit him up. I know he's gonna probably hit me up and be like, "Yo, this is what's going on." I don't need to be like, "Yo, hey, you did? so many malfunctions on like making the videos or our equipment, and we just deal with it, and we're just like, "It's fine. We're we're gonna keep pushing." Like even like with our cameras, one just shut off for we don't know what reason. It's been yeah, spazzing, just now. <laughs> and this camera has luckily been holding it down. It's been killing it, bro. But, I ain't even gonna lie. But even when that one went down, he was like, hey, if we got to record it on our phones, we got our phones, which we do. We're not going to stop a video. We're just going to do what we have to do to like keep pushing. It's Consistency. I mean, I just, I'm a big believer of that. So, like, I think a lot of people don't reach what they want to reach because two things. I think this is the biggest thing that caused people to fail. First, consistency. You just don't keep going. You just stop. And and that's whether if you, you just like completely stop or cold turkey is just like, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Or you, you're, you're not consistent. You're inconsistent. So one week you're, you're on it. But like the next week you're just like, ah, I'm going to take a break. But that, that week after that, I'm going to get real. I'm going to get back on it. I'm going to get back on it. That, that, that stops the flow. At yeah. any moment you stop your car your your destination just gets farther. 
like at any moment. So as long as I don't give a, I don't care if you just like sleeping and driving. You know what I'm saying? If you just got the pedal and you just kind of like resting a little bit as you're moving. The moment you stop moving is the moment your your destination just stops being there. You you never get there. And then the second thing that I think causes failure is being being consistent but not changing. Yeah. You know, not trying different things. You need to adapt. You need to mold that mentality. Yeah, you need yes, a hundred percent. You need to adapt to like the environment that you're in. Like if you don't adapt, if you don't like keep your eye up and see what's popping and you just try to do this thing where I'm gonna just keep doing this and then like, you know, I'll build the audience, which just works. I've seen other people who is like, I'm never gonna change up, I'm gonna keep doing my thing and people who rock with me going to rock with me. For some people it it works. It works. Like, yeah. Like just like us, we're always gonna spit clocking for your dreams. Yeah. Um, talk to me nice is always a thing. Uh, we haven't had anybody disrespect us yet, but yeah, um, I mean, you will hear that story the moment it does happen. Yeah, but we're always gonna talk about improving yourself in some type of way or something that we did to improve ourselves in some type of way. So if you think it's repetitive, we don't because this is what we believe in. This is what we're striving for. This is what we want you to strive for. So if you're doing something that's similar and you want to keep it constant and consistent, keep it constant and consistent, but know at some point that one little change that you make can either make or break you. It could either that one little video that blows up or that one little song that you didn't think you liked because it wasn't like your other songs you posted and everybody's hopping on it and you're just like, whoa. It'd be like that. It'd really be like Whoa. that. So don't take anything for granted. If you have it and you did it, you did it for a reason. That's why we always say, well, we've been saying it lately, but pop the perk. Yeah. Practice every reason confidently. Because if you don't practice, you're not going to get better. You have to have a reason for everything you're doing. And hey, Think about the companies that, you know, blew up. I think it was, I think it was Tiffany's, the jewelry company. Um, they were recently about to, uh, I think it was Tiffany's, but I'm not sure. But, uh, there was a company that was literally about to go bankrupt and like, it's like shut down. The company was about to give out. COVID happened and they went strictly to online and their company is now, is like doing crazy numbers now. And they're, they're doing better than they ever did because they decided to make that change and say like, forget these stores. Let's hit, let's go straight to the uh, e-commerce. Let's get right on that and let's start selling our stuff online and start marketing online. Let's get a team together where we can actually make production for the people at home. And now they're back up. They never made that change. If they would have been like, we just go stay home. I mean, we go still do these stores and we're just going to shut it down. They probably wouldn't still be a company. They'd be bankrupt. Exactly. And that's just the thing. Like, you know, now everybody made that change. People thought COVID was probably going to go by pretty soon. And then like those who kind of stood by got left behind. And those who decided to make a change and adapt, they're doing good now. So that's the main thing you take out of it. Anything you want to do, be consistent and be willing to change. Every, every brick doesn't have to be the same as long as the house is made. It don't matter how it looks. As long as you got shelter. You know what I'm saying? Can't be a motherfucker outside. Well, I, I want to speak on if we leaving the subject. Uh, so I saw a thing where the flu numbers 
are pretty much like not even a fraction of what they were in the like past like five years. Yeah, because nobody got their fucking flu shot. They got the COVID shot. Yeah, but it's basically saying that people aren't getting the flu. What? Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, explain. Explain what you mean by this. So if you look at the statistics and the charts on how many people got the flu in the last five years, like it's like in the millions in the last couple years, except the year of 2021. So nobody got the flu this year. It was like 50 to like 80 something thousand. Yeah, that got the flu. They got the flu compared to past years where they had millions. That won't make sense. And hundreds of thousands, you know? That doesn't make sense. But their excuse is no one got the flu because they were at home wearing their masks. But the COVID numbers have spiked through the roof. When we're at home wearing our masks. But how if we're at home wearing our masks? But yet the COVID statistics say everyone's getting COVID because no one's at home wearing their masks, you know, or social distancing. They're out doing whatever they want to do. So it's a little contradictory. I saw this funny analogy that somebody gave. And I don't know I don't know if you're gonna keep this one in or not. It's <laughs> up to you if you get how to keep it in, but I gotta get this off. Like I thought I'll, I'll this was it. Yeah, I, I thought this was funny. Um it made sense. This dude was like he was like, Okay. We're on a roller coaster, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is shit bro, okay, I'm sorry. Let me watch it together because I was rolling when I saw this. It made so much sense. So much sense. We're on a roller coaster, right? Everybody gets locked up. Me, you are on a roller coaster. Uh-huh. We get locked up. It's a three seater. We individually have our own seatbelts, get a little lock up joint. It's not one of those we all lock up. Mm-hmm. It's an individual, like a Superman mm-hmm. joints. So you know how they lock you up. All right. So it's me, you, and a guy right by you, right? Pull it down, we're locking up. Pull it down, we're locking up, right? <laughs> Dude next to you goes like, I ain't locking up. He's like, I ain't gonna put this shit on. Like the person locks him up, and he takes off the seatbelt. He's like, I ain't gonna fucking lock up, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Listen, right? I ain't gonna fucking lock up. So, me and you look at each other. We're like, yo, put on your, put your damn, put your damn thing. You lock up more, yeah. man. You don't fucking fall <laughs> off the roller coaster, right? He's like, "Oh, hey, I don't give, hey, I don't care. I want, I don't want to lock up. Let me not lock up. I'm cool with y'all locking up. Mm-hmm. I ain't hurting you if I don't lock up. So me and you, like, I do you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, do you? Fuck. I mean, I'm locked up. If you die, if you fall off, that's your decision, brother. Ain't harms. So we take off." We're in the roller coaster, and like we thought, the man falls off the damn seat, and he dies. But we're good, because mm-hmm. we had our locks on, right? Mm-hmm. And we get, out the, we get off the roller coaster, and we go about our day. That's a regular scenario. Mm-hmm. He made his decision, we make ours, and we moved on. Then you got the other scenario, where you, you're getting locked up, right? Mm-hmm. Me and you getting locked up. Dude takes off the seat. The the uh, the motherfucking um, buckle. He's like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put on my buckle. I ain't gonna put on my seatbelt. And me, and you were like, pull on your motherfucking, your motherfucking seatbelt. Pull on your motherfucking lock. 
We're going to fuck you up if you put on your motherfucking lock. Mm-hmm. Man, it's my decision. I don't want to put on my motherfucking lock. You're going to fuck us up if you don't put on your lock. You're hurting us by not putting on your lock. How I'm hurting y'all? <laughs> how I'm hurting y'all? I'm the one who go fly out this motherfucker, so how I'm hurting y'all by not putting on my lock? Yeah. Well, well, if you don't put on your lock, you're going to die. Okay, cool. Let me die. Why are you, why are you so worried about me flying off this motherfucking roller coaster? Y'all got your lock on. Why y'all give a fuck? Hey, wait, they do explain it? I was like, and he was, and then like at the top of, at the top of it, he was like, COVID explained. When he explained it, I was like, this is exactly what I feel like COVID is. The analogy of like, if you got the vaccine, why you give a fuck if I don't got the vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is because people who got the vaccine can still get COVID, mm-hmm. which ties back to, I don't think people should be upset with other people who are not vaccinated. I don't think it should be about between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. I think it should be about with the initial fucking thing that's people scared of, COVID. Mm-hmm. So, like, however they go solve that, they need to figure that out. But, like, this whole thing where vaccinated people can still get COVID, what was the fucking point of getting it if you could still get it? Get it. The yeah. whole point of getting vaccinated was so you don't get it. The whole point I get a flu shot for the year so I don't get the fucking flu. The whole point I get allergy shot for the year is because I don't want to get my allergies fucking up. So how y'all come up with some medicine that you can't guarantee I won't get? Yeah. And it was just a fuck, bro, like I watched that and where I tell you I was in tears laughing. I was in tears laughing because I was like, that's the best analogy I've seen or I've heard of somebody explaining like how we, how the world is right now. And it's just like, to me, it's just like, I don't think, I think, I don't know how they're going to make a solution to it, whether it's like vaccinated people and unvaccinated people still take tests. Because I think that's the overall thing where we just make sure those who are tested is don't have COVID and we move along with our day. Yeah. And and those who test positive just stay home. Because this vaccinated, unvaccinated shit is just it's getting out of control. Because I think there's another vaccination they're coming out with. Or like there's that be another one due to the uh, Omicron or Cyberus. You heard of Cyberus, right? No. Yeah, they come out coming out like sneaker deals, bro. I'm telling you. Right. Cyberus is another variant. So it starts with a C, right? Yeah, it's another variant. Hey, so that they say you need another vaccine for. It's a booster or I don't know. It might be a booster. Alright, so here's what I'm gonna hit you with. So COVID is C O. V, I, D. I don't know how to spell uh, Cerberus or whatever. Yeah, that's C C Y B E R. C Y B E R. C Y B E R. U S. U S. Yeah. So Cyberus. The C. Omicron for the O, and then they gonna come out with something variant. Well, no. Well, V is unknown right now. Yeah, so V, bro, we get another one with fucking V. So Omicron is O, I. There's like one in, I, I don't remember where it's at, but it's like IHG or IGH or something like that's that. That's another variant. Yeah, that's another variant. 
that's overseas. I think that's Delta. One, that's fuck. and then Delta and then IGH is like the one that's like mixed with the flu or some shit. Or is that Cyprus? I I don't know. I heard of Omicron. I've heard of Cyprus. I've heard of, heard of, heard of Delta. Yeah, but so far all the letters are COVID. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I think everybody's getting frustrated because everybody's starting to feel like this is bullshit. Yeah. There's people who are getting sick right now. We still live. We still rolling. I'm gonna keep talking because I forget we got I, I you know a podcast where people are just listening. I think people are just actually tired of it because now it kind of just feels like. I got people who are in the hospital now due to pneumonia. Or like their allergies really acting up bad. I have not like heard people be like, and then every time I ask them like, is it COVID? Well, no, it's not COVID. It's, it's just like they said, they said, it's, I'm just sick. They said it's just a regular sickness. I haven't tested positive. I'm just sick though. So I don't know what's going on with COVID. I don't even know if it's really a thing anymore. Um, I don't know. I feel like people are so like locked in on COVID, and that's what's going on around us. Like nobody gives a fuck about other sicknesses. Yeah, like there's cancers, there's the flu, there's any other sickness you can get, but everyone's like, "Oh, you have those symptoms? COVID." Bro, you cannot have allergies in this type of world no more. Are doctors even testing for other stuff? They, or are they testing just straight for COVID? Oh, you don't have COVID, you can go home. You're good. Facts, and that's what it was. I think. She went to one spot and like she got tested, and they were like, "You tested negative," and they there was like, "Oh, it may just be allergies. You gonna take this, this, and this." And then that's what she was doing. She was taking like you know allergy medicine, and then it got really it got really bad. And then now she's like, she went to the emergency room, and they're like, "We think you may have pneumonia." Nobody's even doing like the regular procedures to try to figure out what's another problem with you. That ain't right, but I it's mean, just yeah, it's just different now. They're so focused on, like even like the urgent cares, because obviously there's a shortage of like COVID tests, especially the at home ones. So no one is. Which if we take them at home, how act like? Because I know some people who can't work till they take a test. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they won't. Like now, people can just take the at home test. And show their job, be like, I'm good, and then go to work. What what's the point of us going to spots to actually take a test in? Well now they're out, so that's why people are all going to like the urgent cares and the other places to to get the test because there's no at home tests anymore because everyone took them all. Because of their job. Probably. Cause now if it's at a point where we could just take it at home, they can come up with a damn app or reusable thing that you could just and figure out like if you got COVID or not for that day. That'd be interesting. That would be that would be something that would solve a lot of stuff. You might get a couple of false negatives though, or false positives. You don't think they're not getting that now? Well, yeah, probably... <laughs> Come on, you don't think they're not getting that now with that home test? I think they definitely have gotten better at figuring it out. Yeah. Cause, I mean, COVID has been around for what, like two years. Yeah. Maybe longer. I don't know. I just don't know. I just think... Spring break, like, two years ago? Yeah. That's when it, like, really hit? 
Yeah, everybody started freaking out. Yeah, and people started going crazy, thought the world was ending. Mm-hmm. But at least we was like, okay, this, how many, bro, it, that's such a blur for me now. Like, that whole pandemic that happened, bro. That's such a blur for me. I don't, I barely, I remember roller skating more than I remember, like, the crazy shit we were going through. I mean, because that's, that was your escape. Yeah. I still remember we was, like, still moving people in. Yeah, we were. Yeah, like, that's. We weren't really worried about, we were it's, worried about it, but it was like, ah. Yeah, if, what, it felt like that? a big-ass vacation, bro. To me, it felt like a big-ass vacation. Because we wasn't even going to school. We had our offices closed. We was hanging out with each other a lot more because we was like, it's just us. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? We can't do much. Oaks was empty. Like, damn, you're empty. So it was kind of like our own little playground, bro. Where we just kind of do whatever we wanted. When it was me and Cadence, it was like, I am legend. Me and her <laughs> were just walking around. I didn't have to worry about, like, cars hitting her or anything. Like, she was off-leash. And she was literally... Everything was actually a lot more better, like, and cleaner to me. Pretty much, because no one was messing anything up. Yeah, and people were careful. Like, people were, wasn't, like, leaving their trash behind or anything like that. Like, people were chilling. I don't know if you remember. It was, like, the f- first or second week that everyone started coming back to Oaks. And we were hanging out, and Cadence got out. Because, I mean, she... Bro, I remember that. I remember you talking about. Because she's so used to, like, being out. She's like, I don't got to worry about it. I could run to the dog park. If I want to run to the dog park, no one's going to mess with me. My dad's going to catch up to me sooner or later. Like, we all good. And that car almost hit her. And, like, she had the reflexes of a fucking Spider-Man, bro. She stopped on that girl, the dime, yeah. bro. Thank God for that girl actually paying attention. Luckily, yeah. she wasn't, like, on her phone or anything. I hope that she, like, really even saw it until... She heard her screaming. Yeah, she heard us screaming. Richard was screaming louder than I was. I was like, Cadence. And then, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Bro, I, I was so scared, bro. Because I saw the car, but she wasn't going fast. And I was like, Cadence is going to get across the street before, <laughs> bro, before she goes screaming. by. But somehow she like sped up, but also breaks so fast. Bro, her reflexes was insane, bro. Like. Cadence was, you could tell she was scared. She was like, what almost happened? Or Yeah, like, and she kind of gets like, didn't she like crawl under like the car? Or like she like. Yeah, she did. So she first was like, play dead kind of. Because the car was like this much away from her. Almost touching her. That girl stopped perfectly in time. And then right when that happened, I'm like, Cadence. Like, I'm like in dad mode. Like, I need to get you like away from everybody. Like, I'm. I'm trying to process what just happened, and then she like bolts under a car, and I'm just like, she's never done that before. Yeah, so she, was she, she was scared. She thought you like beat her ass. That's probably that, why. That too. But that was I remember I was like, because it was B, it was B for Vanessa, and like you was in front, I was kind of in the middle, and Vanessa, I think she was either with me or a little bit behind, because we're kind of like we're kind of chilling. We're like just like, all right, come on, let's go get her. Where we got really tweaking, because we're just like, there's nobody here. Uh, but then, like, I kind of, like, saw, like, a gleam of a light, and I just immediately started screaming. I was, like, because you was, like, Kagan's, and I was, like, go, 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 I just started freaking out, and, like, I remember I turned, but I was, like, I can't even see this shit, like, I can't witness this shit happening, uh, and then, like, I turned around, like, I just heard, like, everybody, like, gasp, so I turned back around, and, like, 
Kagan's is just over there like this. And I'm like, oh, she fucking survived. So I was just like, I was like, you, thank you. Like, I remember I was just saying, thank you. I appreciate you. Honestly, if something would have happened to Cadence in that, that like, very moment, I would have been the most depressed dude in life. Cause it you was... already went through some shit with a previous dog, too. So, yeah. Like... So, long story short, I got a dog from, I don't know if it was, like, the city of San Antonio or the Humane Society of San Antonio. I don't know. I went and got a dog. I was dog searching for, like, two weeks, and then... No dog was like sticking out to me or caught my attention or seemed like they like clicked with me. I was like, if I'm going to get a dog, they're going to have to click with me because you can already tell if they're going to listen or if they're going to just be like, uh, who's this dude? But I like went around and I couldn't find any and something told me to like go back and look. And uh, we saw a dog that we didn't see there before. And we're just like, oh, hey, little fella. Like, what's going on? And I went in, and he, like, automatically, like, came to me. And he wasn't, like, a puppy puppy. He was probably, like, a year old. And uh, he, like, was cuddled all up on me. He was, like, basically, like, pick me up, dude. Like, I want you to take me, like, right now. And you could tell he was as healthy as can be. He was the happiest dog ever. Yeah. And he just wanted some love. So I was, like, he's the one. I'm taking him. Uh, did all the paperwork, paid for him. And then they held him for like two weeks because they had to get him fixed. And then they had to, they had to do something else. They had to get him fixed. And then he had to get like his uh, vaccinations and stuff. And so I finally get him after two weeks being so excited. Like I'm going to bring him home. Um, I named him captain. Yeah, I remember. Captain K. Uh, So I named him captain. uh, Happiest dog as can be. But once he got to like my apartment, like once I, well, you can see the pictures when I have him and I'm picking him up. He just seems a little bit different. I'm just like, what's going on? Uh, and I would like call the vet, take him to the vet and be like, what's going on? Is he okay? And they're like, yeah, dogs usually do this when you first get them. They're a little uneasy. They might not eat for like a couple weeks or they might do this and that. Uh, if he's not potty trained, he'll probably like poop in the apartment, which dude was pooping everywhere. Uh, he was just sick. He ended up having um, parvo. And I kept, I would call the vet like every single day, like, hey, he's doing this. Like, should I be worried? Like, uh, if he doesn't do this or if he's not willing to like walk or do anything, uh, I would bring him in so we can do a couple tests. And then finally, like the next day, they're like, we have an appointment for you. Come on in. And they test him. He has parvo. I'm like, whoa. And for those that don't know, Parvo is like one of those diseases that basically like it kill. Yeah, yeah, they they kill puppies. Um, and older dogs usually like, they're not immune to it, but their immune systems and all the vaccines and stuff that they get protect them from getting Parvo and from it actually hurting them. Um, and literally said he had Parvo. Then the doctor told me about like how expensive the treatments are and how much. She basically told me, it, it was wraps like he's done for unless he gets the proper help immediately. And I'm calling like every like vet place to like get quotes and figure stuff out. And I'm like this at the moment I was, I wasn't broke, but I was like, we can't have to, like, you can't have the money. For yeah. That I didn't right have now. the money for that. And, uh, I went back to the humane society or the, the city of San Antonio. I'm like, look, this is what's happening. He's really sick. Like I really want him to get his help. Um, 
and I just really need someone to help me out. And I think one of the women like heard overheard me, and then the woman at the register or whatever the place was, like the admin section. She's like, "Okay, oh, I'm so sorry about that. Um, we'll get you your money back. You can return him." I'm like, "This is a life. I don't want to return him. Like, I just want him to be healthy and okay." And San Antonio Pets Alive, this woman hears me and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, maybe we can help you. So they take him. Like, I give up all my rights for him and everything. And they get him over to where he starts getting IV fluids and starts getting help. But it was already too late. The next morning he passed away. R.I.P. Captain. Yeah, that, that was that a was... sad, sad day. I've never cried over like a pet or anything until like that moment. Like that was like so so painful. I, I had I had him for like two weeks, and and it was just like a depressing time. And I'm like, ah. But then also in my heart, I was like, God planned this for a reason. I I'm not gonna give up my hope to find another pet and save another pet and get them into a home. So I go back, and Pets Live is connected to everything. Um, I decided to go in there. I'm like. Obviously, they care about pets. They're taking care of the pets better, probably. And I go in there, and I'm walking around, and I see Cadence. And she, like, looks at me, and she does this, like, little, like, that smile she has. Like, a little grunt, and then, like, goes, and then goes to sleep. I'm like, hmm, maybe, (laughs) maybe. And they started telling me about her and how sweet she was. And they're like, you can pick her up. And Cadence, is, she already looks like a wolf. I'm like, you want me to pick her up? And they're like, yeah, she's like so lovable. She's so sweet. She loves people. We use her to to walk um, new dogs that come in here. Like, she's our go-to. And I'm just <laughs> yeah, like. Axel. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Okay. Um, I was like, I'll be right back. And then I found this other dog. And he just looked pretty. Uh, he was calm as could be, too. But then this lady came and she's like, nope, he's mine. And I'm like, wait, what? She's like, yeah. And then she runs to the office and does the paperwork like immediately. Like before I, like as I'm walking the dog, like trying to like figure out if he's like a cool dog or if I would want to take him or not. She already signed the paperwork. And then the people come and like, this woman wants her dog like right now. <laughs> she, she, she's going to, she's going to come back with her, her husband later and finalize the paperwork. And you can't sign any paperwork until she has her like last appointment or something like that. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you can have <laughs> Yeah, okay. And then I go back to Cadence. And I start the paperwork process. But then they're like, you have to wait until tomorrow. And, like, pay the fees and see if she's, like, cleared to go. And she let me know everything's not finalized until you have your last appointment. I'm like, okay, cool. I go do my last appointment. And there's this, like, big Samoan dude with his son. And his son is, like, set on Cadence. He's like, I want her, Dad. Uh, Yeah, I want her, Dad. Like, she's coming home with us, right? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, we're going to take her. And the woman was like, well, he's doing his last meeting with her. And the whole time, like, I'm walking Cadence and, like, playing with Cadence, I just see the big Samoan dude just in the back just mad dog me. Like, I want that dog. Cool. As soon as I signed the paperwork and paid for him, the dude left. But the whole time he was leaving, he was just, like, looking at me. And his son was crying. I feel bad for the kid, but they could have found another. Man, 
man. Fuck that Another kid. It, it's a pet made, man. A pet is made for their owner when you see it. Because the kid like the damn dog. Cool. But, you know, if it's my dog, you know what I'm saying? If I'm going to take care of the dog, choose another one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, when I have gave up. Kegas is your world now, bro. Imagine if you would have gave that that dog up to that kid because of big ass mowing you. Yeah, I always think about like what other dog I could have ended up with, and I'm like, it had to be Cadence. Yeah, my two dogs now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really see myself without Axel. Honestly, he he fits the description that I need. You yeah. know what I mean? And then then Alma's a little the little you know the little tough brat. <laughs> Me and her still adjusting to each other. But um, that's gonna be my killer, man. But um, I'm going over that. Now I'm dealing with a whole puppy now. Yeah. I went from dealing with like you know a puppy minded dog to now really dealing with a puppy. Yeah, because he wasn't really a puppy when you got him. He was. Yeah, but he was like a puppy, like in his head, like yeah. Axel's still like a fucking puppy. Yeah, because he was what trained to do. Yeah. And like so he, government work? Yeah, so he was just kind of like... And then he went into this mode where he, he started getting all this love. And, and he was just like, fuck attention. all this training shit that yeah. we have going on. I'm free. That's all he was. <laughs> he was like, I am free. I can do what I want. But, um, yeah, my dogs on, on my world. Mine was just pretty much, I went, I was working a job where, you know, dogs do work. And then some of the dogs who don't qualify, you have the option to pick them up. My dad liked Axel. And he was like, I'm going to get him because I wanted a German Shepherd. I was like, I, I just wanted a German Shepherd. I remember you telling me that too. Yeah. You're like, bro, watch. I'm going to come back with this German Shepherd. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, that's what the, that was my main goal. Hey, if you ended up getting a German Shepherd, especially a, a train one, and we brought him around Cadence. Bro, I had, there was one that, I knew which one I was going to get. It was going to be one that was like, literally, attacked. it was a police dog. It was a police German Shepherd. Yeah, we would have never bro. been ha- had them in the same room. We wouldn't have. If that motherfucker was a snapper too. I was he was just like, Yeah, this one's already completely trained. It used German words for it to like operate and everything. So I was just like, Yep, this is mine right here. It, it was just it was just like hm. like it was just saying there like like it was just like I'm ready, Captain. Like I was just like, Oh fuck yes. <laughs> I, I don't know why I was just like, I want a dog that's gonna fuck somebody up. But like uh I was like, Yo, this dog, I can rock with this dog. And then I saw Axel, and my, and my dad loved Axel. And, like, Axel was just kind of just like, I want loves. I just want huggies. Give me loves. <laughs> give me huggies. And, like, that, I, before we even walked to him, you could see him. He's on the cage, like, I just want hugs and love these. I just want hugs and love these. Give me love. And, um. You know what's crazy? Nothing has changed either. Yeah, at all. At all, bro. <laughs> at all. Like, he has not changed. So we pulled him out. I remember we was playing catch with him. Very easy to get along with. Like, literally just like, I just want to play. Let's just play. I just want to play. So I was just like, oh, he's kind of cool. And then. There was another dog, Lucy, who was a lab, and she was the same way. She was Lucy was a little bit more like, we don't need to play, but you just gotta give me attention. Like just give me all the attention and <laughs> yeah. love. And dad loved my dad loved that too, and he was just like, oh, I, I really like this one. I was oh, like, you well, got I, your dogs at the same time? Yeah. So he was like, I like this one. And I was like, okay, I'll get Axel. I was like, Axel's cool. Like I rock with Axel, and you know, I ended up getting him, and then. You want to talk about shitting, too. Like, I get with all of that, you know, eating shit and all types of stuff. But he was, Axel was probably the easiest dog, like, for me to, like, adjust to. Like, he, he wasn't, he ain't doing anything that, like, when he did something wrong, it wasn't hard to adjust it right there. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, he wanted to please 
please me and be like, oh, I fucked up, my bad. Like, I'll fix it. Like, he'll try his best to fix it. And he knew when he did something wrong. So he'll be like, you know, yeah, I fucked up, my bad. Don't fuck me up. You know, let's yeah. just eat some food. <laughs> like, it was just, it was easy. Uh, Alma, she a little tyrant, bro. This little puppy, simply, you know, my co, my boss showed up with this little puppy that's like the size of my hand. And she was like, somebody just gave me, gave me this. And she was like, I don't know who to give it to. I was like, just give it to, you know, the, you know, the people up there at the, and she was like, I don't think they take them this, you know. So I was like, fuck. And she was just, like, I was just sitting there just like, she about this big. And she just sitting on the hand like, and I'm like, well, yep. All right, I got you. As <laughs> soon as I grabbed her, I was like, well, fuck. You're mine now. You know what's crazy? Those dogs, like, showed up to your door, like, probably a couple weeks before. Yeah. And those were the dogs I thought you were talking about. Like, hey, I got another dog. And I'm like, the ones that, like, pulled up. And you're like, nah. I was like, <laughs> Where are you getting all these dogs from? Bro, I don't know. And these be some beautiful dogs. Like that German Shepherd we saw. Or like that Wolf Huxley, the German Shepherd. Beautiful fucking dog. They be roaming. But I'm just like, I can't take you back. I got two bingy. Like, I can't do this. I'm going to be with the fucking dog whisperer of this motherfucker, bro. But, man, if you don't have a dog or a cat, get you a dog or a cat. They, they, they're the best thing to have. They'll never leave you. As long as you treat them right and you treat them good, they 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 will never stop loving you. I can speak from having a dog. I don't know about cats. Cats kind of make it seem like they're royalty and shit. But. It it does take some like time and patience. I mean, they they do say what when a dog sees you, they're like, "Oh, you must be God." Yeah, and then when a cat, it's like, "Oh, I must be God." Yeah, I must be God. <laughs> I see that what. But, nah, it takes time and energy and also money to have pets. Uh, obviously, we want y'all to save as many as you can. But if you can't afford it, don't do it. Because if you starving and they starving, it ain't going to be much. I've seen a couple college students uh, working in student housing where they're not really taking care of their pets or they lose their pets. No, that's it's terrible to see. I think the worst time and probably the best time to get a dog is during college. But like I it pisses me off where like I hear people like they don't want to take care of this dog, they just leave it in the fucking cage. It shits everywhere and like it's just not taken care of. I've I've seen people where we had to get like animal services because they'll leave their pet like on the balcony for like a week when they like go back home or something. They don't take the dog because they didn't tell their parents they had a dog or same situation. They'll leave them in the kennel with like a bowl of food thinking that's enough for them to survive off for a couple of days. Yeah. And then there's just like shit everywhere, pee everywhere. Like that one unit, that one girl that had the cat and the dog. <laughs> Bro, that apartment after her was scarred for life. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew that shit was fucked when I walked in the first time, too. I walked in and walked out with, like, a shit skate on my fucking pads, bro. Please. Remember when we went in there? I know. Bro, and I was like, bro, do you feel something? You're like, you know what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking the fuck out. We had to walk the units, and she moved out, and... 
I was like, bro, I feel something hopping off me, like, like a bug <laughs> or something, bro. I was like, I'm not tweaking, right? And he's like, it was dark as hell, like, what are too. you talking about? And as soon as I step out the apartment, I see things just like jumping off me. I'm like, Richard, I remember I freaked out. In this apartment. I remember I freaked out so fucking bad. I never ran out a motherfucking apartment so fast. And we were both freaking out, and we're like, we don't want to walk units anymore. <laughs> shit too i remember I, bro i used to hate that till this day i hate walking units by my damn self bro because bro you know i had like different scenarios of how i do shit like i'll come in there like because i had to do my at night because mm-hmm. i was doing roxy so like the times we had to do units it was usually the times where like i had always to see so i'll come home seven o'clock at night i shoot something because you know i i didn't talk to nobody in my fucking group me Bro, like, my little team, my group, I can not talk to no motherfuckers at all. So, like, I would shoot, like, a fucking message in the group me. Be like, yo, I'm coming. So, be ready. It's going to be a quick check. Blah, 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 blah. So, I'm going boom, boom, boom. It's dark as hell at night. Boom, boom, boom. Knock it, right? And, like, there be times where, like, nobody's answering. And I'm like, hello? Like, I'm screaming out loud. Hello? Hey! Can y'all hear me? <laughs> Scanning my shit in, go in there. Hello! Dark as hell in that fucking room. Snap out lights real fast. Doing quick checks and shit. Snap out lights and run out that motherfucker. Yeah, I told you about that time I almost punched that girl getting her shit because she scared the shit out of me. I think so. Bro, oh my gosh, bro. I was, bro. It's like 10 o'clock at night. It's 10 o'clock at night. I'm at this one unit. I'm, I'm knocking on the door. And I mean uh, hard. Because I'm knocking hard on this door so that people know, like, it's me. Like, people know it's an RA. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody to, like, open the door aggressively be like, what's up? Like, you know what's going on? I'm, like, banging. Boom, 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 boom. RA, RA, boom, 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 boom. RA, like, I'm screaming loud. RA, residents, the motherfuckers upstairs can hear me. Like, there would be moments where, like, before I even knock on their door, they're like, we know who you are. Just come in and do your shit. Yeah. Like, we heard you downstairs. So, I do that a whole bunch of times. Like, I do, I think I get it, like, three times. Boom, 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 boom. Right? I mean, that's the protocol. Yeah, I'm slamming know. hard, too. Like, I'm, I'm hitting that motherfucker. Trying to wake them up. Because I'm like, I got to get these in today. Like, <laughs> I got to get in this motherfucker. And I'd rather you be here. Yeah. So, nobody answers, right? <laughs> Bro. I unlock it and I open the door. All I saw, like, bro, all I saw was a fucking face. All I saw was a red bone face. Look at me, like this close. So you open the door and like you go in, and the face is right here, bro. I've never shuffled back and get my fist ready to knock a bitch out so hard in my life. I was like, I walk in. I see her and she was like, and she don't say nothing. <laughs> like, I walk in there and she was just like, big eyes, big ass eyes and everything. Don't say shit. I just walk in there and she's just like, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> and she was, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for cussing. I was like, why you can't do anything? Why you can't say you were here? And she was like, I just got up. I was just walking to open the door. <laughs> I was like, you can't hear me banging on your door for like five minutes? And she was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I just need to check your apartment, okay? 
And she was just like, okay. Bro, my heart was still racing after I talked to her. And I was just like, man, I was like, this bitch crazy. Like, she fucking heard me. Like, let me just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I've never gotten so ready to knock a girl out in my life, bro. Like, you want to talk about fear. And the only thing I think that held my arm back from not knocking her out was me realizing that, like... <laughs> what you were doing? Yeah, like, that I was like, okay, this is a girl. I've already cocked bats. There is no reason for me to swing right now. Because if she would just done one of these, like, if she started walking towards me or some shit, man, that shit would went full, <laughs> full swing. But she just, like, stopped. She was just, like... Smiling, I was just like, "You scared the shit out of me." Hey, yo, Kendall, I got fired. Why? <laughs> I almost fucked her shit, bro. I almost fucked her shit. And I remember after that day, I was like, "I ain't doing this shit no more." I was like, "I need, I need somebody to roll with me." I was like, "I can't do this shit no more." Because it's easier if you have somebody to like, even if like, even if it's like somebody who probably is not gonna be scrapping with you and shit go down. At least having somebody to be like, you know. I watch the outside or like we yeah. both go in there. Honestly, with walking the units of college student housing, you you're always gonna find someone doing something they're not supposed to be doing. And, and they get pressed about it too, because obviously they're gonna get in trouble um if you go tell on them. And uh I mean some people just don't get up or they don't care. Uh student housing, you're not supposed to have like alcohol, obviously you're not supposed to have like marijuana or any drugs of any sort um your stuff is supposed to be clean for one and if we go in there and it's like messed up we have to take pictures we have to report it and remind you we were doing apartments we were not doing dorms Mm -mm. dorms is easy or i mean i've never done dorms but i spent like a check in a dorm far more easy than a fucking check in an apartment Cause you you just gotta open one door and walk in. You just gotta open one door and walk in. You ain't gotta really like open other doors and shit. Like yeah, you got the bathroom. You gotta worry about. You got two, three different bedrooms. Yeah, so your heart's still racing when you walk in. Like it's not like oh okay nobody's here. It's like okay nobody's in the living room. Yeah, I gotta make sure nobody's in that fucking bedroom. Yeah, and you be knocking like like he said. I think me and you were the only ones who like knocked with authority because. We didn't want to worry about anybody or if they were asleep or something, they could wake up to open the door so they can just let us in instead of us keying in and them getting mad. Yeah, it's a scary, because like, I understand from the, it's the most scariest shit to wake up or like hear your door open and then wake up and you see a motherfucker walking around your unit. That's some scary shit. Es- like, especially in a sense of like me, you see me walking your unit, you're going to be like, <laughs> who is this? Big ass dude walking, walking through my shit and, and looking at shit like I'm getting robbed <laughs> right in front of my face. Like, so I would make sure, man. So I would be kicking, door knocking hard. And, I've had plenty of like situations where it's like I walk and I just like peek in the unit and like dudes are asleep and like I turn the light on. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, bro. He's like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, I'm your RA. I'm checking your unit. You good. <laughs> and then I go check the other rooms. and It's just yeah. uncomfortable. Like, I, I, I'm not mad, which is why I try to do every precaution to, like, make it as, like, easy as possible. My thing is this. If you are RA to all my RAs or people who want to pursue doing RA so they can get their rent paid, I highly suggest it. You got your rent paid. Uh, but 
do not try to be the cool RA, you will just fuck up. Do not try to be like, oh, it's cool, like, it's just a little, it's just a little dime bag of weed, like, you good, just make sure I don't see it. No. No. And then what I used to do to help people out, yeah, and what I used to do to help people out, like, they was doing that stuff, and they know they had no business doing it, I would say this, like, before I walk in the units, the message right there would be, I'm about to walk in your units, I'm about to check this, these are the poorer costs of what you cannot have. If I see any of this, this is what's going to happen. So they get a big message of like what I'm checking, so they know. So if I if I I'll be sending these messages out, right? And I'll, I remember I walked in one unit, and this motherfucker was smoking right in front of me. I was just like, I walked in, I was like, I was like, bro, come on. And he was just like, what? <laughs> I was just like, yo, come on, bro. I was like, you gotta get my message. Yeah, I saw that in the group meeting that you sit that we can't have, we can't have weed and shit. I'm like, yo, you know what I got you now. He was like, ah, oh, come on. I remember we had a whole conversation. I'm like, bruh, I can't do nothing. But I'm, I'm fucked if you if I will say nothing. I think the only thing I gave a pass on was like candles. Oh yeah, oh yeah, me too. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna make some. I, I remember they used to like, Marcel's like, if they have candles, you better. You better let me know. You better take pictures. Yeah, that was and, serious. And I, yeah, it's not that serious. Yeah. You walk in the unit and they got like fifty candles. You're like, ah, that's a fine for every candle you have. Ooh, I remember like, that was a serious thing. It's, like, it's like, oh, you got so many cents. You gonna? <laughs> you probably paid a dollar per candle. It was just me, guys, too. <laughs> but you, you got like five hundred dollars worth of candle fines right here. If I saw it lit. And, like, nobody was in there. Because there would be times where I would walk in and there's a whole lit-ass fucking candle. And, like, there's nobody at home. I will find the fuck out of them. I will find the fuck yeah. out of them. Because yeah, I'm like, how the fuck do you leave a candle lit? Like, even, like, everybody should know not to leave that shit lit. I'm surprised Oats hasn't, like, caught on fire from situations Facts, like bro. Like, I've seen a good amount for it to be, like, you this shit. Like, I saw one by some fucking, by her notebook. BRA is a great job. It's a cool job. You be seeing some crazy stuff. You will see some crazy shit. You'll develop cool friendships. Mm-hmm. You get closer with the people around you. Just don't try to be the cool RA if you want to look out for your residents. Because you're going to want to. You go develop relationships with all your residents. Just give them the best chance possible to, to not get in trouble. However, if they still decide to not take your signs as you're following protocol... It is what it is. It's either you go be paying rent or or they just go out and get the hell out. Yes. I mean, I gave some people chances. Like, I'll be back in the next 30 minutes. I'm going to walk the other units in this building. If I come back and it's still here, bro, I'm, you're done. You really nice. I, I give you that one message. And I make sure, like, I tell people to like, that, like the message so I know you read it. So, that like, if I had, like, if I had, like, 70 residents and, like, 70 likes got on that mother... That thing, you have no excuse. You have no excuse. You reg it, you have no excuse. Come on. I'll be so mad too. I'll be like, come on, bro. I can't. I literally can't walk out of this situation. I'm going to be smelling like weed walking out of your apartment right now. And, then, you know, a lot of times, I think I had one person who got real pissed at me. He was like, bro, come on, really? Really? And I'm like, bro, you literally smoking in front of me. What the fuck? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to just like. So I can see this shit. Like, you're, you're smoking in front of me, bro. 
And I was just like, that was when I was like, I might have to fight. Because I was like, what are we going to do? From a, a manager's perspective, it's like totally different. Because they already got caught. They already did what they did. So you're literally telling them like, you got to get out of here. Or you got to do this. Oh, yeah, that's that. a different that's a different thing you got to handle. Especially like being around the same age as them. Uh, they, they don't take it lightly either. Because they're like, bro, come on. You yeah, know? and that's the whole thing. And that's why it sucks doing it. Doing that stuff as an RA, like that, we have to do it. Cause that, yeah. Cause they're like, hey, you're fucking up my life, and like you should be the one like helping me out. When it's like, if I don't help you, we we will get like, if we was to see something like that and like I tell, we get in some serious trouble for that shit. Cause immediately once somebody else finds out and like now they're talking to us, like you didn't see this. Or like, they, cause they go snitch on you as soon as it comes out. The RA saw it and they didn't say nothing. Now you fucked. So it was like either me or you, bro. It's cool. Like, I mean, I take me every day. So I. I... Yep. All right. Would you rather sign a one-year buying contract that gives you a hundred dollars a day for free, only catches at any random point in the day slash night at air horn will sound off about twenty meters away, only you can hear it. It won't cause permanent hearing damage. And it could happen at any moment, driving, work, slash sleeping, etc. I would take the deal. Oh, fuck no. It doesn't cause hearing damage. $100 a day, you make it $3,000 a day. How long does it ring? Or is it just every... It's 20 meters away. It happens once a day. Yeah. Sign me up. Only you can hear it. Sign me up. I might be... Three grand a month? Because after a while, you're going to get used to it. Yeah. That's it. Passive income right there, just because I have to hear a horn. Every day. Yeah, I'm going to get annoyed by it, but... Any point, too. Like, you keep be doing a presentation, and that motherfucker just sounds off. And you can only hear it, so you going to be the only one freaking the fuck out. Or you going to be like, wait. <laughs> you going to be in the middle talking, as you can see. So, like I was saying... <laughs> yeah, exactly, I... Or you would like flinch, you'd be like, like that. I would just tell people I had a medical condition. <laughs> okay. And you're gonna I, I'm a quality worker. I do what I need to do. You're gonna you're gonna fire me or or think I'm weird just because I pause for a couple seconds in I a just day don't because think, I'm hearing something in my head. I just don't think that's mentally and then it said driving. That kinda of fucked with me too. Like you could be driving, that shit will pop off. I mean, even when people, like, honk or do anything, like, I don't freak out. Yeah, this is an air horn, air horn 20 meters away going off. 20 meters is a good distance. If it's, like, right here, you and me, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be messed up, but it's 20 meters. All right. I don't think that's enough money. Like, just one of those regular, like, air horns, like, or, yeah. like, yeah, I'd be straight. All right. I'm taking the money. All right. Shit. Okay. And I'm going to run with it. All right. With shit. my air horn. I'll be like, y'all need to throw me five. <laughs> <laughs> y'all need to throw me five grand a month. And maybe, we'll, maybe I'll do that shit. Would you rather have a five second delay before you can respond to anybody who talks to you or respond to anyone only with one liners from no from no movies in any verbal situation? Yeah. I mean, I already do the five second delay. Cause I do I, too. Because I already think. I mean, I. I feel like people already see me do it, and they're already used to it. If you're around me already, yeah. Now it could probably get annoying if you don't know me and I do it, but 
if you know who I am, you're going to be like. And I kind of do that too. I do that as well with in professional environments because like I like to really think about what I'm going to say before I say it. I don't just kind of like. Spare. I feel like that delays kind of like, I feel like it's professional in a sense because you're giving them the thought. Yeah, you're thinking about the situation before you respond. So you know you're going to give a good answer no matter what. And then well, even if it's like five seconds on top of my five seconds. Yeah. I'm I mean, I'll just use those five seconds as like time for me to think. So, yeah, that wasn't hard. Uh, okay, one more. This is a big one. Oh, that's what you got. That's it. Where is it? Okay, would you rather have a partner who is kind and loving to you but cheats on you than lies about it, blaming you for it, or have a partner who is abusive to you but supports you in everyday life? Nice and kind but cheer, or abuse but support it? I would... That's fucking weird. I just reg it like off rip. I can kind of pre-reg it. I just kind of reg it off cuff. I would, but, I would probably choose the mm, probably abusive but supportive. Uh, yeah, uh, that's weird too. I was just yeah. about to say that too. Cause, cause at least you know they got your back. Pretty much loyalty over anything. Yeah. <laughs> at least I got loyalty, yo. Cause that I feel like them being nice to you and just. Being there, knowing, yeah, them being there, you knowing what they're doing in the back is like them basically lying to you. But at least if they're abusive and still supporting you, they're being real with you. Like a nice, a nice and kind person to me is just a really, really good friend. Like if you, even if y'all friends with benefits, like I wouldn't even see her as my girlfriend. I just be like, okay, we we rock with each other, we do things, and then like, you just a really, really good, cool, cool person to be around. And then I feel like in any type of relationship. There is some type of abuse. Yeah. Like always. It could be friendly. Verbal. It could be verbal. It could be mentally. Yeah, physical. But anything. it happens. Yeah. I feel well, like it makes relationships stronger. Yeah, as long as I know you got my back, if I walk in, walk in and like something goes down, I ain't got to worry about looking behind me to see if you just kind of took off. Like I know you're there with me. We, we go both walk in, both walk out. Or we go both walk in, both come out and, you know, baggy bags. All right, y'all. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed the podcast. 